Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Marriage Counseling, Part 2. We started our conversation last time by exploring marriages created by God and the prescriptive format for such an experience. That was what we found in the Old Testament at the outset of human life here on earth. The New Testament is God's relationship with man, with the coming of Jesus, the Savior and Redeemer. Some might reason that the Old Testament version of marriage would be subject to revision with the passing of time. After all, we saw the introduction of divorce not long after God's chosen people had left Egypt. We've seen numerous accounts of men like Jacob and David and Solomon with more than one wife at a time. We see where Jewish people married people from outside of their race, people who were not of the same faith. Well, here comes Jesus. And by the time we get to Matthew chapter 19, Jesus was called to the bench by the Pharisees to answer a big question. Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? They did not ask about marriage, but about divorce, except they were talking to the Son of God who is part of the Trinity, and the Trinity, God, created the heavens and the earth. That was an opportunity for Jesus to not only answer the specific question on the table, but to revisit marriage. His response was classic. Haven't you heard that in the beginning, the Creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So there are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Did you hear what Jesus said? Jesus is a genius. In answering the question of divorce, he addressed the matter of the definition of marriage, what marriage looks like, and stating God's condemnation of divorce. I mean, they got a full lesson on marriage, far more than they ever bargained for. Well, let's look at his answer. Thousands of years later, and with all the atrocious efforts to destroy marriage, Jesus made it abundantly clear that marriage was from the beginning of times and that nothing about marriage has changed. It is not to be a man and wives as seen in the examples stated. It was and still is and will always be an institution involving a man and his wife, singular. But check out Jesus stamping a divine understanding. He said in the beginning, it said that two will become one flesh. Jesus took a reading pen, as it were, and underscored that last line. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. I mean, for emphasis, guys, please understand that the business of marriage is two becoming one and remaining one. Therefore, let it be understood that when the two become one flesh, when God has sealed the union and made them one, let no man, regardless of status and rank, undo the union. It must not happen. Man, Jesus is absolute. When I hear him saying that God has not changed his mind, he has not revised the definition or the permanence of marriage, 
The problem that they were having is that after much harassment, Moses had got permission from God to allow for divorce because they were so stubborn. They did not want to adhere to God's order of marriage. And then he stated something about marriage that we have not yet touched, the matter of sex in marriage. Jesus said, your one allowance for divorce is that if one of the spouse commits any sexual immorality, translated to mean adultery. Can we talk about that in another message? Suffice it to say that a divorce is acceptable by God if there is sexual immorality on the part of one or the other spouse. There you have it, my friend. Jesus was uncompromising. He defended the institution of marriage as we first saw it in Genesis 3, as God had made it and intended it to remain. And he reiterated the practice of divorce as something attempting to break the union that God sanctioned unless there was infidelity. Long live God's design of marriage.